God bless you and welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally show. I pray that you had a blessed Independence Day holiday as America celebrated its 247th birthday. Psalms 33 and 12 says, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people whom he had chosen for his own inheritance. We are continuing with our five-part freedom series, and today it's all about freedom from excuses. Excuses, excuses, excuses. We have all heard them as well as have made them. An excuse is defined as a reason or explanation put forward to defend or justify a fault or to try to remove blame from. I know that this is a major struggle for many of my sisters because they either deny that there is an issue or justify why they don't need to change things regarding their health. In today's episode, I'll share some of the most common excuses, the root cause of excuses as found in the Bible, and the prescription to help you find freedom from excuses regarding your health. Let's get into it. When it comes to women's health, there's an overwhelming amount of information out there, and honestly, it can be quite confusing. Diets, fads, trends, which one is right? What if I told you the answers to optimal health can be found in one of the most ancient medical books ever written, the Bible? If you're ready to take the guesswork out of living a healthier life, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally Show. I'm Rakesia McMillan honorably retired Air Force veteran, certified health coach, and award-winning author. After years of trying to recover my health the world's way, I was still sick, depressed, and had no energy. Finally, I surrendered to God and He showed me in the Bible how to recover my health and it rocked my world naturally. My calling is to help women who are struggling and burnout to have more energy and lose weight by using God's prescription for physical, mental, and spiritual health. If you're ready to experience extraordinary health, grab your favorite herbal tea or power smoothie and let's get ready to rock your world naturally. So sister, what's your excuse? Or are there multiple excuses getting in the way of you taking responsibility to care for your temple and your health? Do you find it easier to complain about what hurts rather than taking action to do something about it? Or the plan is to rest until nothing hurts and then you'll start exercising? Meanwhile, your body is getting weaker, stiffer, heavier, more lethargic, and the aches and pains you started with don't seem to be getting any better. And as I shared in the introduction, an excuse is defined as a reason or explanation put forward to defend or justify a fault or to try to remove blame from. So what are some of the most common excuses that I hear when I'm working with women and their health? The first excuse is that it's too expensive. I can't afford medical nutrition, a gym membership, or coaching programs. The next excuse that I hear often is that I am just too busy. I simply don't have time to work on my health with my family, you know, marriage, work, kids, ministry. 
This takes up all of my time. I just don't have any time. And then the third top excuse that I hear is, at the end of the day, I'm too tired after work. I have no time to exercise. I have no energy. And, you know, I can't cook healthy meals because I'm just too tired. (laughs) Excuses keep us from reaching the optimal health that God has for us. So in order to understand excuses, we need to get an understanding of where excuses actually begin. So where better to look than in the word of God in Genesis, the third chapter, verses 1 through 13. And when Adam and Eve disobeyed God by eating fruit from the tree of knowledge that they weren't supposed to, they fell into sin and began making excuses. So I'll go over some of the passages of scripture, again, found in Genesis 3, 1 through 13, to give an overall view of what is actually happening. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, where art thou? And he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Did you eat of the tree that I commanded you that you shouldn't eat? And the man said, the woman who you gave me, she gave me the tree and I did eat. And the Lord said to the woman, what is this that you have done? And she said, the serpent tricked me. And I did eat. And so we see a pattern of one excuse after the other, defending or justifying a fault to remove blame from. Adam shifted blame to Eve. Eve shifted the blame to the serpent. And what caused them to make excuses? If we look at verse number nine very clearly, we'll see the key to why they began to make excuses. Adam opens his heart. He says to God, our father, he said, I was afraid. And so the root cause of excuses is the spirit of fear. Now the world calls this rationalization and rationalization is a psychological defense mechanism that people use when they're unable to face the truth or admit the true reason for their emotions or behavior. And so there's an underlying fear attached to why we make excuses. And in order to bring about true change to any behavior, we must address the root cause, which is fear. And in Adam and Eve's case, it was their covetousness to have their eyes open to know good and evil found in verse number five of Genesis chapter three. And then they were taken captive by the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life as defined in first John chapter two, verses 16 through 17. And this led them into being ruled by fear. And so when it comes to our health, whether it's eating healthy, whether it's exercise, whether it's getting the proper rest, 
just like Adam and Eve, they were deceived when the serpent came to them and presented the fruit. And as daughters of God, many are being led captive by food. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And lust in the Greek is translated epithmia, and in the Hebrew, it is awa. And they're both translated as desire or longing for something. And so Adam and Eve, they were drawn away when they saw the forbidden fruit, the lust of the eyes. They tasted the forbidden fruit, the lust of the flesh. And because of the pride of life, and pride is rebellion against God because it attributes to self the honor and the glory that is due to God alone. It's anything that leads to arrogance or boasting. This comes from the love of the world. And so as we see this first case scenario of how excuses came into existence, and all of humanity is always going to be lured by these same three temptations. Jesus even experienced the same pattern in Matthew chapter 4 during his time of testing in the wilderness. And Satan tempts us with the lust of the flesh, sexual gratification, gluttony, overeating, even excessive alcoholic consumption, drugs, The Apostle Paul calls these the works of the flesh as defined in Galatians 5, 19 through 21. And it's important to look at why excuses are made within the scriptures to gain an understanding of how you can break this pattern off of your life. Another example of making excuses is found in the book of Exodus. And in Exodus, the third chapter, God appears to Moses in a burning bush and calls him to carry out the divine assignment of liberating the children of Israel from the grips of Pharaoh's demonic rule over their lives. And in Exodus chapter 4, starting at verse 10, Moses, out of fear, begins to make a number of excuses as to why he cannot be the deliverer. He says things to God like, I'm not eloquent. I'm slow of speech. I have a slow tongue. And as God speaks to Moses, he says to him in a very firm way, who made your mouth? Who makes the dumb or the deaf or the seeing of the blind? I made them all. I created man. I created you, Moses. And because I created you, I will be with you and I will teach you what to say. And then Moses goes on to give another excuse in verse 13 of Exodus chapter 4. And he says, Lord, by your hand, will you just send who you're going to send? In other words, God, I know this is not me. (laughs) And if you think about that assignment that Moses had, that was a very fearful thing to deliver millions of people 
out of the hand of bondage under the rule of Pharaoh? And of course, all of these different things are going to be running through Moses's mind. I know that it would through anyone's mind, naturally. And so as God was speaking to Moses, Moses was making up all these excuses as to why he couldn't do what God called him to do. The Bible says that the Lord's anger was kindled against him even more. And so deep within, God knew that Moses needed a support system around him. And he says, okay, I know your brother speaks well. He's a Levite, meaning that he's a priest from the Levitical tribe. Here's what I'm going to (laughs) do. I'm going to use him in partnership with you. You tell him what I tell you, and he's going to say what needs to be said. He's going to speak for you. And as God spoke with Moses, his eyes of understanding were opened, and he no longer makes excuses, and he obeys God. So let's take a look at how Moses was able to overcome those excuses and how we can use the same prescription for overcoming excuses and eliminating the root of fear. The first thing is that as women of God, we must understand who our creator is. Just like God spoke to Moses and he said, wait a minute, (laughs) who made your mouth? Who made the dumb or the deaf or the seeing or the blind. I made them all. I created you. So in order to overcome that root of fear, we must understand who our creator is. He is Jehovah. He is the Lord, our God. He made our mouths. He fashioned every part of who you are. He fashioned every bone, every ligament, every tissue, every joint, the blood that is running through our veins, our faculties. He created every inch of who we are. The Bible says that he even knows the number of hairs that are on our head and we belong to him fully and completely. The second thing is that we must recognize that we are created for the service of the Lord to be used for his glory. And what we do to our bodies and in our bodies must glorify God. And so this goes along with the creation part of knowing who the creator is and knowing what he created us for. There is a purpose that we have all been called to fulfill. God knows that purpose. Even as he said in Jeremiah, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. There is a purpose. There is a calling on our lives. Just like there is a calling on Moses's life to carry out the plan of God. We must recognize that there is a service that God has called us to do to glorify him and him alone. The third thing that we must do is trust in God with all of our heart and lean not to our own understanding concerning his divine plan for health according to the greatest medical book ever written, which is the Holy 
Bible. And so when it comes to trusting in God with all of our heart, even reflecting on that example with Moses, that it looked like it was a daunting task. But when God told him, he said that I am going to be with you and I'm going to teach you what to say. We must trust our health to God and lean not to our own understanding because there truly is a prescription for our health that is found within the Holy Scriptures. And sometimes because we have been so conditioned to the world's system, to the world's way of doing things regarding health, that we've never even understood that the Bible is a medical book and that we must reference it for whatever is ailing us, whether that is a spiritual illness, whether that is a mental illness, whether it is a physical illness. We must trust in God with all of our hearts and lean not to our own understanding so that he can direct our path regarding our health. And just like he told Moses that he said, I will teach you. The Bible is literally a teaching guide for our lives, even when it comes to our health. So trusting in God. And the fourth thing is that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind according to 2 Timothy 1 and 7. And just like God talked to Moses and he was really encouraging him that he could not do this in his own strength, but it was through the power of God, the love of God, being rooted in the things of God to have a sound and a solid mind that he could overcome and conquer that fear. And so even when it comes to our health as daughters of the king, that we cannot do this in our own strength. We are up against a world system, a demonic system that is vying for our health 24-7. Whether that is through media, whether it is through different systems that are in the world that it truly takes the power of God to walk in the health, the healing that he has for us. And so knowing that we can stand in God's power, that we can stand in his love, that we can stand in his mind, because with the world's system, there's always a new fad There is always a new trend. There is always the next best latest thing that is always coming out. The Bible says that a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And so we see that the world systems regarding health, it's up one day, it's down the next. What's here today is gone tomorrow. That is not God's way, because he says that I'm the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. God's way is constant. 
His plan of health has never, ever changed. It is very simplistic. It is the foundation that we are to follow, that it's not some kind of trend. It's not some kind of fad. But when we follow it, according to the scriptures, that it will result in the vibrant health that God desires for us to have. And so I'm encouraging each and every one of you, please do not let excuses rob you of the destiny that God has for you living with poor health. Because if we are not healthy, we cannot fully fulfill our purpose with no energy, body aches and body pains, if we're tired all of the time, this is not how God wants us to live. And just like Satan tempted Eve in the garden with food to derail her from her destiny, he wants to do the same thing with you. And so we're going to take a look at the excuses that I shared earlier, the three. And I want to really provide a foundation of what those excuses really look like. And so that first excuse of that it's too expensive or I can't afford medical nutrition, gym memberships or coaching programs. In 2023, this year so far, 4.3 trillion, that's trillion with a T, dollars have been spent on healthcare which includes doctors or hospital visits, prescription drugs, nursing homes, health care, home health aid. Ladies, it's all about preventative measures so that we don't have to end up as another tragic health statistic. The excuse of I'm too busy We make time for what is important to us. What is your health worth to you? Sometimes they say we don't realize the value of something until we lose it. And we don't want to get in that position where we lose our health, but we must have a kingdom-minded approach. And we cannot wait until a tragic moment happens to begin taking care of our health. And yes, we definitely do believe, and I know that I do believe, I've seen God work healing miracles, but poor stewardship of our bodies leads to poor health. That's just the bottom line. Poor stewardship of our bodies leads to poor health. And so I'm encouraging you to listen to podcast episode 86 healthy for a higher purpose, because this will help you to begin to renew your mind to God's plan for health. And the third excuse, I'm too tired to exercise. I don't have any energy to work out or cook healthy meals. Now, God has given us 24 hours in a day and how we steward our time also matters. And so, really remapping your day and taking a look at how you can fit um, exercise as well as cooking healthy meals into your day. There's 24 hours. 
whether that's taking allotted breaks on your job, use them to take 10 to 15 minutes to walk or use your house chores like doing squats while you're doing laundry as a way to incorporate exercise into your life. I want to encourage you to listen to podcast episode 72, 15 Ways to Make Time for Exercise. Eliminating excuses leads to the pathway of looking, living, and feeling better. Prayerfully ask God to help you to overcome the spirit of fear so that you can eliminate excuses from your life. Walking in power, love, and a sound mind, it starts with having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and cultivating that relationship by reading and meditating on the Bible, as well as embracing the promises that it holds regarding your health. Know that you can be free from excuses. And as you've listened to today's show, my prayer is that it will really challenge you and encourage you to move into um, healthier habits. So think about where can you begin today to let go of excuses that have kept you stuck in the pattern of unhealthy habits. So making stewarding your temple should be a number one priority because sister, you are worth it. I pray that you enjoyed part two of our freedom series. And next week, I'll take an even deeper look into freedom from fear. Until then, I wish above all things that you prosper and live in good health, even as your soul prospers. I'll see you in a few days. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I pray that it blessed and challenged you to move towards living the abundant life that God has for you. If so, would you stop right now to share this episode with someone who's been praying to improve their health spiritually, physically, or emotionally? I would love it if you could take 30 seconds to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know that you're liking the show. Also, it rocks my world to hear from you. Lastly, come on over to my free community, rakesiamcmillancommunity.com to grab your free gifts. I have everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. Also head over to rakesiamcmillan.com to explore my health products and sign up for free complimentary health coaching. My prayer for you will always be 3 John 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.